waarin je paradeert. Die je flatteert. Lekker laat voelen met elke stap. Maakt het nog geen poetslap. Waardeer het. Repareer het. En begin op repareerhet.nl. Een initiatief van Sieren. Voice of Ninja is right here to promote your business. Yes, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. All your events can be promoted right here on Voice of Ninja. Yes, you heard me right. Don't know about you because you're not promoting your business. We can bring you the awareness that you need for all those revivals, seminars, special events, conferences, church services, your Sunday services, your social events, weddings, birthday parties, baby ceremonies, graduation, anniversaries, engagements. Call us today right now at 06-846-06-550. That's 06-846-06-550. Voice of Ninja, your place to advertise. Health is wealth, they say. But good health is a treasure built on good knowledge and preventive measures. The Helios study, aimed at a better healthcare for people in Amsterdam, is focused on the health of Ghanaians, four other migrant groups and Dutch people. The baseline Helios study is already having a major impact in improving health of people in Amsterdam, including Ghanaians. The process for the study consists of invitations sent to previous participants in the Helios baseline study, a set of questionnaires to answer, and bodily checks for blood pressure level, overweight, blood sugar, and other cases leading to heart-related diseases. Participants will be invited every five years to monitor change in their health. The next stage of the study is now in progress and will provide crucial information to further help to improve the health of Ghanaians. Your full participation is highly valued and will go a long way to help ensure a better healthcare for you and future generations. For more information, please visit www.heliastudy.nl The Helios Study is amongst others an initiative of AMC and GGD Amsterdam and supported by Ghanaian churches in Amsterdam and the African social activation platform ASAP. Helios, a unique opportunity for better healthcare tomorrow. Do you worry about money problems or debt? Then, you are not the only one. 
If you ask Madi for help on time, you can prevent things from getting worse. Together, we will be able to look at your financial situation and possible solutions. Don't wait too long to ask Madi for help. Call Tikti Madi on 020-314-1618. That is 020-314-1618 for an appointment. Or come to our working hours at one of the Madi locations near you. You can also apply online. For more information, go to www.madizo.nl. Madizo, that is M-A-D-I-Z-O. Madi will be ready to help you. And it's all free of charge. Hope to see you soon. Hello, viewers. Welcome, and once again, I want to invite you all to Ambushment Conference Europe. Ambushment has been running for the past 17 years almost, and this year, the theme is Jubilee, a year of liberty, a year of release, a year of redemption. We want to invite all of you to come to this ambushment from the 14th of February through to 20, uh, 18th of February. And as usual, Reverend Isud Anaba, the revivalist, the evangelist, the most sought after minister of the word of God is here to unveil to us how we can get access into our year of Jubilee. Accompanying him is Prophet Ajima Prempe, who also has a wonderful and a tremendous prophetic ministry. Come and enjoy with us so that together we shall lift up the banner of the kingdom on high. God bless you and you are invited. Bye-bye.
Well, with this song, sorry about that. With this song, I'd like to say one welcome to you. Good morning. This is the Radio Voice of Niger on the Good Morning Show. I'm here this morning with Apostle Hello Rodakano. Say hello to your people, please. Good morning, Radio Voice of Niger fans. My name is Apostle Hello Rodakano. I last lady Ababama. I'm coming on the waves of Radio Voice of Niger. We are transmitting this hour on 103.8, cable and 105.28 on your popular radio program. So, welcome. Shall we pray? And Lord, we honor your name. We thank you for the gift of life. Thank you for every home right now. We are reaching by this broadcast. Thank you for the nation of Holland. Thank you for all the people in authority. Thank you for our family members, our loved ones. Thank you for your hand of peace, blessing upon us. Let this week you have brought us into be a glorious one. In every way, oh God. Continue to provide for us, continue to preserve us, and to enable us accomplish great things. Indeed, this year shall be awesome, not because of who we are or what we can do, but because of who you are. We cover this nation with the blood of Jesus. We pray every sin be atoned for, every offense be forgiven, and the power of the enemy be neutralized totally in Jesus' name. We lift up the name of Jesus and exalt his glory over the land. For this is a righteous land, and people shall serve the Lord. Bless this broadcast in a special way. Use it to touch lives, to encourage somebody, and to be a blessing to somebody. Be glorified today in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. chorus worship the Lord and let his presence fill your soul 
There is no discussion, no contention, no argument. His name is Jesus. He is the Lord of all. We proclaim his glory and his majesty. Wherever you are, that is the name to bow to. The name to worship. The name uh, to be connected with. The eternal and the glorious name of Jesus. So we're playing your and bringing your way gospel music and also the word of the Lord. This is an extension of your Sunday. We are stirring up the worship of the Lord in your souls. Let the anointing of the Lord fall upon you and stay upon you as you go through this day and this week. It will give you peace, calmness, settlement, and above all, the blessing of the Lord as we heal the name of Jesus. At uh, 30 minutes past the hour, we'll be bringing to you the miracles of Jesus. Stay tuned and enjoy this inspirational segment.
to sing the next song, but we want to lift up worship unto him. We want to lift up praise unto him. Let the praise of God rise up in the room tonight. Let the praise of God rise up. Well, this is I'd like to bring to you our song for today. Praise ye the Lord. Ready from Psalm 101. Praise ye the Lord. I will praise the Lord with my whole heart in the assembly of the upright and in the congregation. The works of the Lord are great, sought out of all them that have pleasure therein. His work is honorable and glorious, and his righteousness endureth forever. He have made his wonderful works to be remembered. The Lord is gracious and full of compassion. He have given meat unto them that fear him. He will ever be mindful of his covenant. He have showed his people the power of his works. He that he that he may give them the heritage of the heathen. The works of his hands are verity and judgment. All his commandments are sure. They stand fast forever and ever. And are done in truth and uprightness. He sent redemption unto his people. He have commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverent is his name. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding of all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. Say amen to that.
worship the Lord wherever you are. Flow with the song and give your heart, your soul to God afresh. It will give you peace, settlement. It will relieve you of much stress. Worship is good for the soul. And And be reminded that we're getting ready for ambushment 2020. It's a jubilee. You're going to be blessed. Take note, take note, and spread the word.
This is the time, this hour for the miracles of Jesus. Presented to you by Apostle Helen Ruth Belkano. Good morning, my name is Apostle Helen Rudokeno, positioned this morning to bring the word of God to you. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and we bless you. It is a privilege to be alive in the land of the living. It's a privilege, oh God, to be seated here, to bring the word of God to Folks who are willing, people who are ready to hear your word. Lord, I ask you bless. Lord, I ask that your hand be released upon us. Guide and lead us today. Let all that we will do bring glory and honor to you and to you alone. Father, I release the blood of Jesus over the cable line. Lord, that there will be no demarcation between me and my hearers. Even as they tune in and they listen to the word, impact them. Let the word be very meaningful to each and every person that have tuned in. May they not leave this environment without receiving a token of your presence, of your glory, in their lives and in their families. Bless everyone according to the degree that they are wanting you to bless them. In the mighty name of Jesus, I thank you and I look forward for miracles to happen as I preach. Thank you for everything, my God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Hallelujah. Now, take your Bible and let's read. As I continue my my, 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 my message today, and it is on taking risk for God. This is the third series of this title, Taking Risk for Christ, or Taking Risk for God. Why am I emphasizing on this? It's because it's very necessary. It's very, very necessary. I've been in the kingdom uh, of God for a while now, preaching the gospel at least for the past 20 or 22 years. I've been preaching this gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, I know that God is faithful and God will ever, ever remain faithful. But for those that we are leading, sometimes I pity, I pity them. And I, I, it makes me to wonder 
how God is dealing with people. And also, the sincerity of mankind towards God. So permit me to say that I've come to realize that those who are faithful to God, God is faithful to them. When people serve God honorably and they serve God without reservation, I've seen God ministering back to them. Everything which they left behind to serve him, God ministered back to them. Whatever they thought they left behind to serve God, he ministered to them. That means he gave back to them what they never expected. He gave, he gave back to them what they had desired. He gave back to them all that could make them happy and fulfilling. But on the other hand, you see people complaining as if God is too far. They complain as if God doesn't hear them. Some complain as if God is just an abstract figure. They, they make it seem as if God, 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 God is somewhere else so far away that it's impossible to hear him. But that is not the God I present to you. The God I am presenting to you this hour is a God that is living, still living. The God you can feel, so you can feel him. The God that is immortal, invisible, and yet very close to us. That's the God I want you to worship this very year. And that is the God I know that if you take risk for him, he will go the extra mile to give you what you desire. Say, I hear you. Now, let's go back to the book of um, uh, First, First Chronicles, chapter 16. And those of you who are just tuning in, we've been talking about the ark of God how the ark of God was taken away from the people of Israel and was hijacked by the Philistines and it stayed there for so many years. And while the ark of God was in the camp of the Philistines, it afflicted the people, the, the Philistines. It caused a lot, a lot of havoc among them. It afflicted them with plagues and with sicknesses and, 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 and caused a whole chaos. They brought Ark of God and put this Ark of God, very, very presence of God, in their midst. They put that Ark of God in the, in the, in the, in the temple of their Dagon, their God. And by the time they came the following morning, they saw that Dagon had some assaulted. And they brought their Dagon up again, put Dagon face to face with the Ark of God. The next thing they saw the following day was the temple was smashed and they, you know, was prostrated before Ark of God. So that means there's no God you will bring before the God Jehovah that will not bow. There's no God. There's no, there's no, there's no other God except Yahweh of Israel. And if he be the one you are worshipping, you are worshipping the true God. I'm not talking about the gods that people have carved and they can put their gods in their pocket and some can wear their gods like ring and others can, can, can just make a little statue of their god, their god puffed up everywhere, everywhere with that shape and that's their god. Any god that you can pocket is not god. Any god that can enter a, a aircraft with you and then you, you hide him under your, under, under your, under your box. It's not God. That's not the God I'm talking about. Any God you can wear in your neck and you wear him, you wear him, that's, that's your little talisman uh, or your little uh, magic. That's not God. I'm talking about the God that created the heavens and the earth. The God that we cannot comprehend. The God that is too much. He's too big. 
He is the Bible said he is seated in heaven and he has made the earth his full soul. That's the God I'm talking about. If you serve this God and you took risk for this God, I'm assuring you that you're gonna meet him at the other side, and you will surely meet him fulfilling the desires of your heart. He will give you everything that will add no sorrow to you. That's the God we serve. Hallelujah. And that's the God I want you to know in this very year 2020. Don't know any other God. Don't serve God that cannot that cannot that cannot help you. Don't serve God that you cannot feel free to come to. The one that the, the, the one that only burdens you with so many sacrifices. No, no, no. Don't serve God that cannot let go, that cannot forgive your sins. Don't serve God that, 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 that goes about telling you bring this to have this or bring this to have that. That's not the God I'm talking about. I'm talking about a God whose kind whose whose nature is kindness. Kindness. His nature is goodness. Say goodness. He is full of mercy. Say mercy. So God doesn't need anything before he blesses you. But the only thing he requires from us is steadfastness for us to be obedient to him and for us to love him with all our heart. He wants our diligence. He wants us to serve him and him alone. When you are serving God and you are mixing it up again with another deity, God is jealous and he will not bless you. Rather, you'll be afflicted. You're making him feel as if he is not competent to be your father. Makaribu Satan. I'm looking for people who will serve God and serve God alone. I've seen the Lord with the little age I've lived here on earth. I've seen him not forsaking the righteous, nor allowing their children to go and beg for bread. So what happened here was that after, after this um, act of God had been in the camp of the Philistines and uh, afflicted them heavily, they now look for a way to appease and to take this act of God out of their home and then they want to return to the people of Israel. So they were looking for a way to return and some of the some of their gods and their magicians told them, listen, we can't return act of God without any sacrifice. So according to the place that have afflicted our, our community, we are going to give um, this act of God thousands of gold, silver and bronze and all of those things as, as uh, you know, a way of appeasing the ark. So they were not ready to return him empty-handed back to the people of Israel. So they came to a certain threshold and that one became like a, 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 a point whereby if this ark goes left or goes right, goes to the light, then it's really it is him who have afflicted them. But if it, if it just stays there without going, then it means the ark was innocent. So when they got to them, but this ark of God to that threshold, they found out that the ark of God began to go to the side of a Levite. And there it went. And then that was how they knew that it actually, it was God who was directing the ark of the Lord. And they knew that it was really the act of God that had brought the calamities which they had suffered. So they rejoiced and they went. So while it was in that threshold, somebody had bought it and then, and then they wanted to go and remove it from the house of Abinadab or whatever, so they, 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 from the, thresh, the threshold where it was. They went and they, they told David and then, then, then the ark of God is now in the, in the farm of, farmland of Abinadab. So from there, the story goes on. So while, while David had brought his men, prepared for them to come and take Ark of God and take it to Jerusalem, 
unfortunately. The people who were like guarding in front, guarding the act of God or whatever, were like callous. So there was a time they got to a place, it was like the thing was about to trip off to fall from the cart. And then one guy called Oza reached out to want to grab the ark of God from falling. And he was smitten. The presence of God just killed him. So David became astonished. David could not believe what had happened. And the whole people of Israel, they ran. People picked their heads. They said, why would we carry something that can kill us? Because they noticed that this dynamic man just died. He didn't just die because he wanted to die, but just that he wanted to save something from falling, which any one of us can easily do. Any one of us can easily rush out, rush out to go and want to grab the cart so that the ark of God doesn't fall off from it. But the question was, or the question which I'm posing to you now is, how did he grab the cart? How did he? Was, he, was his condition decent enough to have touched the very presence of God? Or has he been touching things that, that were dedicated to God in an unholy manner? So if you are listening to me and you are fond of doing the things of God in, with grudge or with complaint, be very careful. If you are also serving some unique roles in the kingdom of God and yet you don't separate yourself from sin, you have to be very careful. Like those of you who are choir masters, after you finish your choir master or you, or you, you finish your, your rehearsals, instead of you allowing those girls to go, you begin to choose them. Every Saturday night you will sleep with the one. Another one you will sleep the next Saturday. And you come to church, you pretend. Because nobody saw you. And the girl, you leave your father's room to go squat with a man who never married you. And, and then instead of you to say you are not living in the dormitory, you're not living in school, you, you pretend that you are telling your parents you are living in school. Meanwhile, you are squatting with your boyfriend. Be very careful. Because as you continue to do those things, sin, when it traps you, it leads to death. Many of you today are not strong enough the way you're supposed to be strong in the things of God. Why? Because you are full of compromise. So nobody knew what really happened uh, as that instantly judged Uzzah. And then David abandoned the thing. Literally, he abandoned the ark of God. Eh? But thank God for a man. A man we are talking about, Obedidon. Obedidon, ark of God was brought into the house of Obedidon. If you take such a risk, who saw ark of God slain or who saw that another person from their camp just touched ark of God and died instantly? And yet this man, a family demand, who was able to carry this ark of God. The Bible said they put ark of God in the place, in the house of Obedidon for Three solid moons, and God blessed Obedidon. God blessed Obedidon, blessed Obedidon, blessed Obedidon. God moved him from a doorkeeper to somebody that is well known and respected in the society. And that's the risk 
we are talking about which Obedidom took. Many times, people stand there and they preach about Obedidom and everybody is just jumping and people just want to get the blessings of Obedidom. But how many of us want to take the risk which Obedidom took? How many of us? Now, if we, if we, if we read the book of uh, First Chronicles, Chapter 26, look at what the Bible said from verse 4 to 8 about Obedidom. It said, Moreover, the source of Obedidom were Shemari, the firstborn, Jehozabad, the second, Joah, the third, Saka, the fourth, and Nathaniel, the fifth, Amiel, the sixth, Issachar, the seventh, Paltai, the eighth, for God blessed him. And Shemei, and Shemei, his son, were sons born that ruled throughout the house of their father, for they were mighty men of valor. Do you see that? So, seven, the sons of Shemei, Othni, and Raphael, and Obed, Elizabeth, whose brethren were strong men. Elihu and Semachai. All these, all these of the sons of Obedidon, they, they and their sons and their brethren, ever men for strength for the service, we are three score and two of Obedidon. That means Obedidon and his grandchildren, they were 62 years. They were, they were 62, three score, three score and two. That means there were 62 in number. So one man produced 62 children. So that's, that's his, his direct sons and uh, direct grandchildren. They were all 62. And the Bible said, God blessed them. God blessed Obedidon and God blessed the grandchildren. Why? Did Obedidon? Why was he chosen? Why was it? how how come he can take such risk? And how come that the same place another person touched and got like got dead? Obedidon touched the same thing. Obedidon has the thing for three solid ones, and all we could read is from nowhere we're not hearing about Obedidon. Until this thing happened. And then, well, you know, it was, it was like somebody obscured that this, this sin brought Obedidon to the realms of light. Now, let me read from First Chronicles chapter 16, 1 to 5, and then let's see what to make out of Obedidon. So they brought the ark of God and sat in the midst of the tent that David had pitched for it, and they offered bond sacrifices and peace offerings before God. And when David had made an end of offering the bond offerings and the peace offerings, he blessed the people in the name of the Lord. And he dealt to every one of Israel, both man and woman, to every one a loaf of bread and a good piece of flesh and a flagon of wine. And he appointed certain of the divide to minister before the ark of the Lord and to record and to thank and praise the Lord God of Israel. 
Asap, the chief, and next to him, Zechariah, Jael, Shemiramot, Jehiel, and Mattiah, and Eliab, and Benai, Benai, and Obedidon, and Jael with Satris, and with Hibs. So, when David now brought back the Ark of God to Jerusalem, he made sure that he put people in position before they go, they went to go and get this ark. And then if you read that, that piece, you will see that Obedidon was among the people that he chose just to go and pull out the ark of God from Obedidon's home now back to Jerusalem. So while the ark now come, came into Jerusalem, you will see that Obedidon was appointed to be one of the people who played the sadness, he said, who played the herbs, you know? So he, he was a Levite, he plays the herb, and at the same time, we saw that when the ark of God had come to dwell in Jerusalem, that Obedidon was appointed as a permanent um, doorkeeper to, to, to the ark of God. So before you could go to see the ark, he was a doorkeeper to that side where the temple was put. So now, let's examine the qualities of Obedidon that if we bring these things into our own personal lives, we can see how what we can do that can help us to become more efficient in the things that we are offering unto God. Now, we could see clearly that Obedidon raised his children in the ways that pleased God. His grandchildren were all raised to know God. So, Obedidon didn't only just train his own children, but his grandchildren as well. So, we as Christians, we have the duty to raise our children in the way of the Lord. The priority of every father and every mother must be how to raise my child to know the Lord. How can I raise my children to be to become capable in handling the things of God? Because if we raise our children in the fearfulness of God, our children will also raise their children in the fearfulness of God. Then the fearfulness of God multiplies. And where, where righteousness is, you see, grace will abound there. Where the righteousness of Christ is, God will be there. And God will make provision for the righteous. So, Obedidon have raised his children to know God, even his grandchildren. Little wonder they become like a clan, a community of people who are righteous. And that is the standard that God wants that we raise our children. Hallelujah. You, if you remember what happened to Abraham, we could see that God chose Abraham. And while God was defending the reason why he chose Abraham, he said, because I know this man, he fears God, and he will raise his children after knowing me. So God chose Abraham just because of that. 
He looked down, he saw on earth that there would be a man who loved him so much and that that must be Abraham. And that, that Abraham, if he will invest in Abraham, Abraham will invest further in his children. Can God trust you? Are you taking a risk to make God known to your children? Or we are the type who now just carry our cars and we drive alone, we drive alone, we even leave our children, we leave them at home. We go and get the gadgets. They will be playing with those things. I don't know what you call them. They, they play with all of those things. And then they will be playing from the time we are going to church until we come back, they are still on their bed playing and playing and playing and playing. And they grow up not having the fear of God. Little wonder they can't put up with anybody. Little wonder they are carrying guns and bullets here and there. Little wonder they are they have become very intolerant. They cannot. They're very intolerant, very selfish. They can't share their love with anybody. When they come to a place and it's taking their time, you they hiss and hiss and hiss as if they are not in this planet. May God be merciful. Hallelujah. When we pray that God should bless us with the blessings of Obededon, we must also remember to ask God to place the ark of God in our home. If we can be ready to accommodate the ark of God in our home, then God will be ready to bless us. Why? Because the ark of God carries the presence of God. So any person who can bring the presence of God into his home, <coughs> you live in that. You live in that presence of the Lord together with your wife, with your children. And then every morning, you people get up and sing and praise God. Every evening before you go to bed, you get up and you sing and you praise God. Such people will surely be blessed. So, Obedidon, we could see, before you not eat, high blood pressure left him. <laughs> before, before, because all of us have been taught how, how to use his speak and the stethoscope to measure his, uh, uh, his blood pressure. You know, and he's saying, yeah, in the home, in case of anything, you have to quickly run and go and measure him. So, so, we all have been taught from childhood. To, to put the stethoscope, Dr. Snowmally put, and then with the speak to measure his high blood pressure. But we saw that my father was no more measuring those things. And then after about three months, four months, six months, one year, he, he really talks about taking the pills of high blood pressure. And then after that, whoops, the thing just went on its own. Why? Because the man replaced his sorrow with joy. Hallelujah. So I saw that. I saw that when he was closer with God, doing all of those things, because he would go for rehearsal for two times in a, in a week, you know, preparing himself to sing on Friday night and to sing on Sunday, Sunday, Sunday morning and Sunday afternoon. So he was very, very absorbed into that time. So you see, then that, that thing took away his sorrows and his worries and gave him the joy that God gives to those who serve him. That could have been one of the things that made uh, Obedidon, you know, to, to not to not to worry so much about the death side of, uh, uh, the killing side of uh, the ark of God. So Obedidon was more concerned on bringing worship and praise unto God. You see, if you are the type 
who uh, you are concerned in bringing something good out of the kingdom of God, God will surely, surely, surely protect and keep you. Now, why did why did David choose uh, somebody like Obedinam? We could say also from history that Obedinam must have been known all around. Obedinam must have been known all around that community. So he wasn't like an obscure somebody, somebody that nobody knew about, and we just went and picked him. No, we have seen him as a Levite. He had prominent role. He was in the priestly circle. And as a priest, he was doing his duties very well. He wasn't just a priest, just to go and preach and then get a, No, he even sings. He plays harps. Hallelujah. So he was doing those things. That means he was not only contented in only preaching to the people, but he was using his skills to serve the Lord. Oh, it's so awesome. Sometimes when I see how my husband will play the piano, and sometimes how will, he will lead in, 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 in hymns, because he likes hymns, how he will just, you know, compel us to sing some hymns, even very early in the morning, sing some hymns, sing some hymns, and, you know, it's very, very touching, because in those hymns, it lies histories upon histories of what God has done in the lives of some some faithful men and women who have passed on. Hymns of, of 16 something, 15, 1504, 16 so so, you know, they, they, they are not like the songs we sing these days. Those hymns, they are really loaded with God's anointing. So sometimes he will just go and pick it up and then he wants us to sing those hymns and let that minister something in our heart. And then he's playing the piano, myself, I'm singing. Oh! We create an atmosphere. We create a very godly atmosphere that can cause any child that is being raised in such a home to fear God. So I believe this was a sort of man that Obedidom was. Hallelujah. So for David to leave the ark of God in the presence of, in the house of Obedidom, it means that David trusted the priesthood of Obedidom. Hallelujah. Can the community trust you? You are a child of God, listening to me. Are you known in your community? Would they trust you when they want people who are genuine? Can you be called upon to, for them to testify that you are really a child of God? You are really, you are really sure of what you are doing? Because these days now, when, when I listen to some certain preachings we make, I wonder, where are we taking this sense to? This bless me, bless me syndrome that have taken away discipline from the hands of people. Bless me, bless me syndrome that doesn't have any uh, ethical, uh, any norm. We are, we are the only profession you just enter. Today you see some other brother tomorrow, he's now, he's now apostle and he's now bishop and he's this and he's that. We are the only, we just get up and just give ourselves those titles. Nobody checks, no check, no balance. May God be merciful unto us. Hallelujah. Obedidon was proved to be faithful. Faithful steward. That was why he could keep the ark of God in his house for 90 days. 
And then he was able to maintain the principles of not violating or touching the ark of God anyhow. I believe that he so much fell in love with that ark of God to the point that if people are coming to his house, he will already be telling them, please remember my house, in my house, you dare not speak anyhow because it contains, the, the, the ark of God is there. The presence of God is in my house. So when you come, you don't use any of your F languages. You don't speak anyhow. You don't stay in my home to rattle, to gossip, or to condemn, or to misjudge. So please, in my home, you only sing songs we sing because the presence of God is there. Do you understand? Do you understand that 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 people like Obedidon lived in this natural earth that we are living? The same earth where we could not correct our children when they are doing evil. The same earth where we cannot correct our household when they refuse to accept Jesus as their personal Lord and Savior, we allow them. It's okay, let them say, oh, this is a, a youth, a youngster. Let her just stay because it's confused. How? In the same earth that somebody like Obedidon lived and existed, that's where we are living today. But he made something different from his situation. He made sure that he led his whole house into God's presence. Where are you leading your own house into? Where are you leading your whole household into? May God be merciful. So Obedidon made up his mind that as for him and his household, they must serve no other thing but the Lord. So he must have compelled everyone in his household to avoid being careless. They should avoid being careless. They should treasure the ark of God. They should not talk anything against the ark of God. So he must have let them know that these are the things they have to do. So when you are coming to him, you are coming not to come and complain. You are coming but to just be a pray, you know, a worshiper. So we see somebody like Obedidon using his skills and the talent that God has given unto him to affect the whole neighborhood. He affected the whole neighborhood with worship. So I believe when people are passing around, the side of Obedidon, all they will be hearing will be, you know, timbrels, hearing tambourines, hearing pianos and, and harps and all of the sort. Then they know. They will be thinking that they are in heaven, meanwhile they are still on earth. So all of these things Obedidon did amounted to faithfulness. Amen? That God saw within himself that Obedidon was an exceptional man. He said, from where you are, I'll bring you very close. If there are people who will be very close to me, it must be people like Obedidon. So I believe because of his faithfulness, that's why he became a doorkeeper. A doorkeeper to the ark of God. <coughs> and the Lord blessed him. And the Lord bless his generation. When you do the same, you may, when you do the same, 
we may not have any act of God to bring for you to keep, but if you can take the things of God more serious, and then you can be the type who want to maintain and keep the things of God in a safer mood, God will surely, surely bless you. So as you go about asking for the blessings of Obedidon, also ask that the Lord brings his, his ark into your presence. Let the Lord bring his ark into, into your home. Because with that ark, you will learn a lot. And you, you will at least have, have the virtue of Christ in you. I believe that the risk that Obedidon took, that brought him into fame, if you take that same risk, it will bring you into fame. May the Lord bless you as you have listened to this word. And I look forward to hearing from you. Maybe you need me to pray for you. I'm still in the studio. You call us on 020-737-1619 and I will pray for you. God richly bless you as I look until you becoming another Obedidon. Bye for now. Apostle Hilary Dokino, the miracles of Jesus. So you were blessed with the message.
in case you just joined us, this is Radio Voice of Niger. Taking it easy this Monday morning. And just trying to warm you up in your heart. As you go to work. Oh, as you. Maybe on your uh, job right now. We're going to be entering a very special segment. We're going to be picking on some special, there's some topical issues to be discussing. And actually, we want to invite your input as well. If you have an opinion to share, you are most welcome. We're going to talk about trending issues and topics, uh, you know, in the last couple of days or weeks, uh, last couple of days, I should say. And uh, we want you to feel free to share your thoughts as well via the studio line, which is 020-737-1619. The first issue we're going to take up will be the uh, the unfortunate terror attack which happened in the UK. Uh, it was on Sunday, Sunday afternoon, I think. And we're going to uh, contrast that we, you know, ourselves here in the Netherlands. After that, we're going to touch on the coronavirus. That killer thing that is ravaging everywhere but thank god wherever you are you are safe and we praise god for that and take good care of yourself too and then we're going to be talking about cheese something they talk about, said about cheese we're going to analyze that too is it real or is it fake news
Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome, welcome. In case you just joined us, this is Radio Voice of Niger. My name is Apostle Larry Duggan, and uh, I'm here with Apostle Hilary Duggan now. Yes, I'm here. Okay, we want to open the topic. Uh, we want to first of all talk about uh, the unfortunate terror incident in the uh, which happened in the UK, London, specific South London, last Sunday. That's yesterday. Sunday evening. Yesterday. Yes. Yeah. It is a shame that some people are still on the loose and uh, breaking hearts and doing wicked things. Uh, we pray that the Lord will keep you safe, that uh, no such thing will happen to you. Uh, however, we, we offer our prayers and condolences. Uh, well, nobody died yet, I think, except the man who was uh, uh, well, the attacker. Well, seriously injured. Yes. Mm-hmm. So uh, our hearts and our prayers are with those people. Uh, I think London has been, you know, a target of this terror thing for a while now. Uh, it's quite heartbreaking. Yes. Uh, what do you think about that? Why should London be a target of uh, this sort of terror attack like this? Yeah, really. You know, I don't know what to what to deduce out of the whole thing. But uh, I mean, like every capital cities, yeah. they always have uh, different ethnic groups and they, uh, you know, they always attract uh, uh, visitors as well. Yeah. Uh, so they have so many ethnic groups, mm-hmm. people with uh, various cultures and uh, uh, various mind of uh, school of thoughts. Yeah. So nobody, nobody can really say it's because it's London, but I got about wondering, could it be just because it's an English-speaking environment, or what? Uh, because of the English, is it, uh, it's an English-speaking environment. So that means anybody can easily come over there and stay. Anybody can easily migrate from any part of the world to that place. Yeah, okay. But what has that got to do with the terror problem? Right. As people are migrating, they have different cultures and they have different beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, they have different beliefs. So they now they have migrated with their culture and their belief. So if it's not if what they are seeing in their new place is not what they expected, they are bound to, to let themselves go. You know, they begin to react. Some people don't really have control over, uh, over their feelings uh, when things are not going the way they expect them to go. So why don't they go back with where they came from? Oh, yeah. Is you, know, you never can know the frustration some people are going through. Mm-hmm. And most of the time when... When people do things like this, the the psychologists will quickly give it a name. You see, they will, they will quickly give it a name, and then they will quickly relate it to medical condition of somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, that notwithstanding, we we truly we we can we acknowledge the fact that uh, London has been a victim of this kinds of attack for a while. And uh, I think it has to it has to stop somewhere, don't you think so? Yes. What, what do you think should be done to really put a cap on this 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 happenings? Because sometimes innocent people maybe they are going to work or they they are in town, they are shopping, and then they get caught up in these tragic events. Yes, it's true. It it, it, it has to stop at some point. What what do you think should be done? What should be done is that um, um, people should not, uh, something like, I don't know how to say it, like, 
people should not be discriminated against. Because in a, in a place where it seems to be very high, then people get to the edge. In a place where discrimination seems to be very high, people who are disadvantaged, mm. they get to the edge. So we should, as much as we can, uh, put everybody in the category where they belong and uh, be, uh, be more accommodating, probably. Be more accommodating. Don't give people the feelings that they are not needed. Because mm. if you give people the feelings, by virtue of the fact that you're a statesman or a statewoman, you give them the feelings that they are not needed. Yeah. One person can take that message out of context yeah. and can represent the rest of the, 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 the mm. people. You think uh, discrimination is uh, part of the reason why people are becoming radicalized and becoming, you know, have a terrorist in their mindset, you know, they want to harm other people. Uh, by harming other people, does that really take away their problem or their problems? Well, what is breeding, what is breeding hatred, by the way, in their heart that could make them to want to take, take, the, heart, take the life of other people? That's the point. Okay. What should they get to until, the until we get to the root of that. Until we're able to know the reason why they could they could um, make decision to, to, to be radicalized. Mm. Until we get to the root. Because some are being radicalized for some reasons. It could be that they only just want to radicalize because their friend has been radicalized. So to be able to match up with their friend, they got to be radicalized. Some are radicalized because they see they see uh, inequality. Okay, they see inequality somewhere and they cannot handle it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That is. Uh... Others they they become radicalized because they want to fight for their religion. Mm-hmm. You see. Yeah. As if their God can't defend Himself. Mm. Uh-huh. So they hide under the cl- the cloak of religion and they 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 they, 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 they uh, exactly so yeah 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 well ladies and gentlemen if you're listening and you f- you feel you have a point to share or some remarks to make uh, just feel free and call the studio line and share your point of view um, you know why why is terror still an issue in our world today. Uh, is it because of injustice? Is it because of uh, uh, racism? Is it because people are marginalized in society and so they are driven to the edge to want to, to, to you know, show their displeasure and, and as it were, rebel against society? Yeah. Uh, these are serious issues and I think there should be a solution. There should be an end to this kind of a problem in our world today. So uh, your thoughts and your remarks are most welcome. Now, um, I think a place like France, France also has been uh, a victim of some of these, uh, and these incidents. Not, yes. And uh, there is also like a large uh, migrant population in France. Exactly. Like in, the, in the UK. Yes. And they've been uh, complaining of lack of job, yeah. inequality, living in slum. Yeah. They've been complaining about those things. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. So if you look at it, you will see behind is what I've, I've earlier mentioned. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Okay. 
Now, if you take Holland, the Netherlands, for example, we also have a, quite a large mix of international uh, people, yeah. people from different uh, nationalities and backgrounds. Uh, but if, by contrast, you can see that the Netherlands will be much safer. Uh, you know, if we if we compare ourselves to some of the neighboring countries, uh, Belgium, um, Belgium, uh, France, uh, the United Kingdom, for yeah, example. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, would you say that maybe governmental policies are are better here, are better handled here, and that is why people are. Our people are not as aggravated and as you know, aggrieved to, to, to want to rebel and to want to do something evil uh, here than other places. Would you say that because the government is, is, is taking better care of people, <laughs> accommodating their grievances better? What do you think? Well, um, I would first and foremost attribute it to God. Whatever is going on in this country, uh, God is aware of it. So. I think the special grace upon Holland, God's hand is upon Holland for good. Little wonder we have so many churches seven there, and we have so many pastors who are praying for the city. You think the churches here are more than those in London, for example? London is a, it's a field, a, you know, a mushroom field of so many churches. But they're not traditional. I mean. Traditional and also the you know the other as well as the, 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 the new ones. Well, so yeah, I think London has, has a good number of churches. They have, but they are not clustered the way they are clustered here. They are not because it's just one little part of uh, the and in south uh, and in southeast. Yeah. You see how many churches that are there. Okay, but what does that going to do with the? the threat of terrorism and the fact that Holland has been much safer. Well, the fact is this. The the yeah, the fact is that all of those churches have been praying. There have been some programs as well being advocated by other religious groups. They go around, they pray, everybody pray, they cover, believing God to protect Netherlands. So all of the cries of all of those people are coming before the Lord. Mm. So we are crying out for protection uh, on Holland. And God answers prayer. And I believe that's why these things are not the way they, they, they used to be in the other countries. So our prayer is we told them, the hand of, uh, our prayer is limiting the hand of the evil one. Mm. Yes. Okay. That's, that's number one. Number two, number two, uh, Netherlands is also very smart in the way they are handling um, everybody. Yeah, so they are they are a bit more more accommodating than the other other people. I mean, people walk on the streets; nobody is harassing them. People go go except you enter into crime, then that's the only time they will harass you. Otherwise, Netherlands is pretty quiet and calm. Yes. Mm. So they don't go about harassing people, uh, trying to know who you are while you are on the way. Mm. Okay. Uh, okay. So if you spoke about uh, marginalization and maybe people feeling disadvantage, uh, mm. like those living, they think they live in slums and they are not having a fair opportunity uh, in life, and that maybe 
that may have driven some of them to, to become radicalized. You said earlier, you don't think there are such groups of people here in Holland who also have those feelings of not uh, having a fair chance yeah. in life and maybe living in the slum? I feel that the government doesn't care about them. There are there are some of them, there, are, there are some people who are who are who are haters and there are others as well who are grumblers. No matter what a society will do for them, they don't want to get up to go and do something. Uh, so unfortunately, God has not allowed the grumbling of such minority to affect the majority. Mm. Okay, so to what to what to what extent you can agree? You can agree that. Um, Holland is doing a, their best to take care of everyone that is in it. Mm. I mean, I remember when the refugees came here, yeah. the way Holland poured out their love. Honestly, because I went to Gansa there, you know, I did voluntary work there for eight months. Just here by a flying bus. Yeah. Yes. Yes, I went, I was there for eight solid months. Every morning I was going and walking there because I wanted to have a, a flavor of that. Yeah. Uh, so the, you could see, you could feel the love from the Netherlands people. Mm. Yes, flowing in, you know, to, to impress people they do not know. Yeah. yeah. So I think. The, Holland is much more warm-hearted, you think, uh, and that's why uh, we are safer. Well, the safeness, I keep saying that we don't need to look at the safeness in terms of what we are doing. We yeah. need to look at the safeness as, as in terms of God's, God's miraculous hand resting upon Holland. Yeah. I'm not saying that God's hand is not resting upon UK. That's not what I'm saying. But sometimes, some, some, sometimes God will want to draw his attention to a particular people and just put his hand on them just that way. Mm-hmm. Even though they are full of sin. I mean, if there should be any place that we will be experiencing it, it should be, be like, yeah. Because when you look at the red light system here is enough to bring the anger of God down here. So despite all of this, God has not judged them. God has not judged them, nor terrorists judged them. So God has allowed us just to be walking the way they were walking. Also, I must commend our police people. They are very, very intelligent. They are, I'm telling you, they, they are very intelligent and, and they are very smart yeah. in, in picking information. This is, you know, make no joke with them. They are very, very smart in picking information. When they pick it, they don't, they don't sit, they don't sit on it. When they pick any information, they begin to work on it. They begin to work. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. before something will bust out of the lesson, they already know. Do, do you know how many times they have interviewed, even on the radio, about terrorists who passed here and went to Belgium? Mm. But they took their training from here. Yeah. 
Det tog det men den kunde den kunde offloade igen. The hand of God is too strong. Anyway, we of course we we are we are grateful for the safety and all that. We are. We we are grateful to God for that. We are. And our prayers that it will continue to be. Yes. Yes. Now, so if you have an opinion and you want to contribute to this discussion, just give us a call on the studio line. Zero two zero seven three seven one six one nine. We'll take a short musical break and we will be back. Miss Sinach, thank you so much. Well, anyway, uh, we are just picking on some topical issues, uh, you know, um, trending uh, on the headlines uh, across the world. Uh, we just spoke about the terror incident in the UK, uh, South London to be specific, and contrasting that with uh, our home situation. We thank God for safety, and we pray it will continue to be. And we pray the Lord will help the security forces to continue to be extra alert and vigilant. Now we move on to the topic of coronavirus, the latest uh, destroyer in town. <laughs> coronavirus. Terrible. Yes. 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 And according, to, according to uh, our news, source, yes, the news this morning, I think three hundred and sixty-one people have died. That's a very high rate. China. Yes. So the Jesus. number keeps climbing and climbing. Yes. And that is pathetic. It is. Uh, and you know, then also on social media, so many things are flying around. Uh, people trying to. You know, determine or 
you know, hint, give a hint about the, the source, the source of of this uh, problem. Mm -hmm. um, why did they say the coronavirus is coming from? Do you know? Have you heard something? It's coming from uh, that village in China, the Wuhan. city Wuhan. Yeah, that's that's what they told us. Okay, you see. So they said it's coming from Wuhan, China, right. and uh, it's uh, a virus that is found uh, among um, animals. Yeah. They are the carriers of this uh, yeah, virus. this virus. Mm -hmm. But now, from being in the, from, from being in the animals, yeah. it has now moved jump to human beings. Mm -hmm. But then my question is, how did they make such? Uh, how how did it get to that level? Right. Is it so? If it is if it is found in animals, when they found it in animals, what did they do to those animals? Was it that the the the, the virus was contagious? Because the way it is going now, yeah. we can see that it's highly contagious. Yeah. Okay. So every aspect is very vulnerable now. Mm -hmm. so if you close your nose, what about the touchables? Yeah. The doors, the seats, the public toilets. Yeah. What about even the door of your car? Yeah. Because sometimes somebody is passing by, he just touched your car. Yeah. Okay, so the doors to our offices, mm -hmm. how do we handle those things now? The, the doors to the, the ladies and the gents, how do we handle those places now? How do we? Mm -hmm. When you go to the airport, how do you handle yourself now? Because I, I, I only see people just covering their nose and then I, I say to myself, is that where it is? The mm -hmm. one you are inhaling in. But what about the touch levels? Yeah. What about? Exactly. Eh? So what about that? Mm. Now, um, yes. Now the thing from one location in the world is, uh, one location in the world in China is spreading everywhere. And that is really tragic. The, the rate at which it is expanding, it's quite alarming. Mm. So anybody who comes into contact with uh, this kind of, uh, anybody who has been contaminated, yeah, it's really at risk. Of course. The, but they, they, you know. Of course, and we are in a place as well. Sometimes people sneeze, uh, apostle. People sneeze without even, even using their hand to cover their mouth. They yeah. just sneeze. In the buses, you see people sneeze. Okay, the thing goes also through sneezing and coughing. Mm. Hello? Yeah. So it's very deadly. It's a very deadly that I pray that God will protect each and every one of us. Yes. What are the things we're hearing about uh, the Chinese uh, eating certain snakes, animals? Bats. Yes. Is it really true? Well, if, if, if those virus were found in animals and somebody goes about eating those um, yeah. uh, beds yeah. and reptiles, yeah. um, Oh, half, half, half boiled. They, they, they eat them half boiled. You know what I mean? Yeah. Half boiled. Mm -hmm. So that means, more especially in this land, you know that when they are eating their meat, the blood is still coming out. Mm -hmm. So those things are detrimental. They are very, very uh, risky. Uh, what do, they are risky. risky to do now. Very, very risky. So, you never can know who sat there was eating a bat in a Wuhan, or eating a snake, or eating a, a rabbit, and then, and then behold, the, 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 the blood is in out. Yeah. Uh, and we know that the blood of every uh, animal is in the, the life of every animal is in the blood, isn't it? 
Uh, so if the blood is still flowing, and then it is also in the blood that some of those viruses are hanging. Yeah. So that's it. That yeah. that is this. That, that that's how it must have left animals and they came into human beings yeah, now yeah, yeah. through the food they've mm-hmm. been eating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that is really, really serious. But it, it, yeah, it, you know, it just throw the spotlight on that part of China and also to, for us to know some of the things that people do, which you know, we may seem abnormal to us, eating of uh, bats and eating of uh, snakes and all of that. And so it is uh, quite, uh, quite a disturbing thing. But uh, we pray that. Uh, you know, everybody will be safe from this dangerous thing, this dangerous disease. Yes. Um, there are some people who are working in China from the well, Netherlands who uh, they have been repatriated. Yes. Yes, they have been on their way here. I think they arrived in Brussels or something like that. Yes, they're gonna uh, stay there for some weeks, yeah. some days, yeah. and quarantined. Yeah, quarantined, and they will be brought to Endovin. Some, you know, so. If they come here now, hopefully they are not. They don't have a serious case, or they don't. They are infected, or what have you. Uh, we just hoping that everything goes well. Uh, this is what is happening now. Exactly, and uh, you know, it's throwing the whole world in confusion because yeah. from time to time they will find out this. Look, it was from that those the, the, the same Asian country. They found that SARS. Do you remember SARS? Yeah, yeah, SARS yeah. They found SARS that yeah. killed so many people yeah. too. Yeah. And then I kept on wondering, why is it that they're always having these kind of big, big sicknesses? These big, big, big viruses. Why? Mm-hmm. Why are they always the the uh, <laughs> what will I call it now? <laughs> Where it, it, you always found this virus that has killers around yeah. that area. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? Yeah, that's quite. Uh, so if it is based on what they are eating, why can't they stop? If it is based on what they are eating, then they have to stop. You know, they have to stop. Because when you look at bet, if they are, if it is really true that they are eating bet, what is in bet that they will be eating? Yeah. Well, if people have different delicacies. People eat crickets. People eat grasshoppers. You know. But at any rate, I think everything can be treated well. Even if it's you know it's a reptile or whatever, it can be treated in such a way that uh, any diseases that it contains can be you know subdued or whatever. But there are some they, viruses that stay for a long time. And even when you boil it, it becomes worse. I don't know. I hope you know that. Which virus, for example? Oh, doctors will tell you. There are some of them. Well, all those who work in the laboratories, yeah. they will tell you that some of them, when you boil them to three hundred sixty-five, they, they become worse. But the for the most part, any if you boil things very well, even up to 100 degrees centigrade, most germs are killed. Most germs are neutralized, so they become safe. That's what we learned before, but that's not how it is now. Please. Well, to the greatest, greatest thing, you know, if you boil water or if you boil anything, you you sanitize it. They are sanitized, so they are much safer than when you eat them raw. So if you eat, if you pick a mouse and you just put in water, or somebody take little mouse and, and put in the sauce and put it in the mouth. Please, 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 
and cross the the yeah. cross the maru and cross the yeah. medulla blangata. You see things like this. You say, is it really true? This is happening on earth. Yeah. Okay. Even if you love little mice, you like to eat them, boil them or whatever, process them well so that it's safe. But to eat things which are, you know how mice they they they, they run around on the floor eating everywhere, enter every gutter. Yeah. Yeah. And so, jump to and fro. So it's not safe to be eating things like that. Jesus. And then put other people's health at risk. Yes. You know. I think they must go and close uh, some of those restaurants that are selling things like that. And they must not be uh, allowed them. To, they must not allow them to sell them in an open market and all of those things. Like if you check the social media, you see the markets where they've tied uh, tied uh, those dogs and tied all of which which they are selling, you know? So markets like that must be closed. Well, no, they can eat dogs if that's what they like, but only treat them well so it's hygienic and safe for yourself and for other people. <laughs> I think that should be the, the main thing we should be, should be stressed. So, uh, well, we pray that uh, those who are really um, suffering from the, the scourge of corona, they, 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 will be, they will survive it, you know? And yeah. also that people will be careful not to be contaminated. And may it not come this way. Yeah. May, may we be protected. Certainly. Yes. <laughs> but now it has reached Belgium. It has reached Belgium. It has? Yes. Somebody in Belgium had it? No, I think they, I heard that, so yes. They were mentioning many countries that it has entered. Oh. Well, I mean, last night. I was, I was just... Well, yeah. let it not cross Belgium to come here. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we just have to pray and hijack the atmosphere, inject it with the blood of Jesus. We don't want it. We don't want it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, fine. So, uh, if, you, one. Yeah, if you want to contribute to this topic, if you know something you want, you want to share with the rest of us, let us know. The studio lines are still open. Now, uh, we're going to take another short uh, musical break and then uh, we, we will... Uh, I have the third one. Yeah. Our, our third findings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Let's go.
Okay, welcome back now. Now we have uh, our third, third uh, trending topic we want to talk about. All right. Our third topic, our third trending topic has to do with cheese. I don't know whether you read what I forwarded to you, Apostle, uh, yesterday. I forwarded something on Friday, Friday evening to you. Yeah. Regarding cheese. Yeah. Okay. Uh, there were findings that uh, uh, some research fellows have come up with the findings that um, uh, cheese mm. <laughs> is contributing to the high level of uh, uh, breast cancer women are having. Mm. Yes. So that they have found out certain things in, in, in cheese that also are connected to cancer. Mm. So they are sounding an alarm now for people to to to, to desist from eating can, cheese. Yeah, can, can you throw some more light on? Uh, That's what I'm trying which, to see. Which uh, what exactly is the problem uh, with cheese, and which kind of cheese are they talking about here? All kinds of cheese. They did not uh, they did not uh, separate it. All kind, all kind of cheese. Yeah, I, will, I think I would want to say that this may be yes. fake news. This is it here. So, it's of all the foods that are harmful to health, perhaps the very worst of all is cheese. No, it's six are surprising health alert tonight. Quite surprising. A group of doctors says uh, something most of us keep in our refrigerator regularly may actually lead to breast cancer. And uh, the story is almost unbelievable considering how many people enjoy dairy products. Yeah. But this is disturbing health news, especially for all of the cheese lovers out there. More than 12,000 doctors now across the country are calling on the FDA to put a cancer warning label on all cheese products. Really? Dr. Wilson with the Feathers Foundation and Sawwell <laughs> Ranch is sounding the alarm. The alarm is about the risk of eating, particularly cheese. She's one of 12,000 doctors trying to get the FDA's attention when it comes to cheese products. That is associated with higher risk of not only getting breast cancer, but dying of breast cancer if you have breast cancer. Is particularly American cheese, cheddar cheese, and cream cheese. I wouldn't eat it. Breast cancer remains one of the leading causes of death in women. And now we're learning that this may play a role in that. Okay. Okay, so are, you, are they saying that this is affecting uh, the women at a, high, at a higher risk of being affected? Yeah. Women. Women. Yes. Not men. Women are at higher risk affected. But well, this is strange. Can, can this be true? But these are researchers, yeah. and this is not a fake news. I, I don't trust it very much because if it was so, because the, the cheese industry is a huge one. More especially for me, I don't want it to be true because you know our country Holland, that's that's what we produce. Yeah, America too produces. Yeah. I think that place is too. I, I mean, cheese is a favorite. No, uh, but we produce more than America. Yeah. But I mean, this is a very popular product. So how can it be? If it is way, then it's going to jeopardize the whole industry. So do you think it is really true? Of course, I think it is true. <laughs> well, anyway, and that's what they're saying. So we need to find out, you know, the, the the accuracy of this kind of research findings, because this is a lot of people come up with all kinds of things and they put some facts around it. We don't know. 
we'll, we'll have to wait and see. What do you think? Well, I just hope it wouldn't be correct. But if it is, then I am a bit confused on what they want us to eat now. Yeah. Because they will come up with one thing and tell us, eat this one, we begin to eat that one. By the time we are about settling, in getting to know the name of that, which they've asked us to begin to eat, they come with another counteracting uh, uh, research yeah. uh, to tell us, don't eat that one anymore, it's no more good, this one, don't eat this way anymore, it's no more good. And then while we are still trying to adjust, they bring out another one. This one now is a solution to one kind sickness that is going, and people are switching over. We become like a pendulum, you know? We don't know what really we must eat. Okay. And be safe. I would say, don't believe all of these things they're bringing out every now and then. Eh? Because, look, our bodies have a way of dealing with to uh, toxins. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh -huh. So, uh, of course, everything eaten in moderation is safe. So, we'll not buy too much into this uh, story. We'll leave it as it is. Now, before we, let me just throw in this uh, promotional before we sign off. Mm. Hello, my name is Pastor Kwesinke. I'm so excited to invite you to 2020 Ambushment Europe Conference. The theme is Jubilee. Jubilee simply means freedom. And I believe the man of God, God has ordained for him to lead us into this year's conference, Reverend Eastwood Anaba and Prophet Akwesi Ajima. They are 